0: Coming up on 5-Minute News Supreme Court won't stop Texas abortion ban but allows clinics to sue Covid surge and mask mandates return to New York And US imposes renewed human rights sanctions on China, Myanmar and North Korea It's Saturday, December 11. I'm Anthony Davis The US Supreme Court on Friday left in place Texas's ban on most abortions offering only a glimmer of daylight for clinics in the state to challenge the nation's most restrictive abortion law The decision, little more than a week after the court signalled it would roll back abortion rights and possibly overturn its landmark Roe v Wade decision was greeted with dismay by abortion rights supporters but praise by opponents. Five conservative justices, including three appointed by former President Donald Trump, formed a majority to limit who can be sued by the clinics, a result that both sides said probably will prevent federal courts from effectively blocking the law. Texas licensing officials may be sued, but not state court judges, court clerks or State Attorney General Ken Paxton the court ruled. That seems to leave people free, under the unusual structure of the Texas law, to sue abortion clinics and anyone else who aids or abets an abortion performed after cardiac activity is detected in an embryo around six weeks and before some women even know they are pregnant. The Supreme Court has essentially greenlit Texas' cynical scheme and prevented federal courts from blocking an unconstitutional law, the Centers for Reproductive Rights, which represents the Texas clinics, said on Twitter. The court acted more than a month after hearing arguments over the law, which makes no exceptions for rape or incest. President Joe Biden voiced concern over the High Court decision to keep the Texas law in effect and restated his support for legislation that has cleared the House of Representatives and would codify in federal law the abortion right now at risk. Facing a cold-weather surge in COVID-19 infections, New York Governor Kathy Hochul announced on Friday that masks will be required in all indoor public places until the businesses or venues implement a vaccine requirement. Hochul said the decision to reinstitute a mask mandate was based on a rising number of cases and hospitalizations, which has been especially pronounced in parts of upstate New York. New York enacted a mask mandate at the beginning of the pandemic in April 2020 that ended in June this year for vaccinated individuals. The new mask mandate applies to both patrons and staff and will be in effect from Monday, January 15, after which the state will reevaluate. New York joined several states with similar indoor mask mandates, including Washington, Oregon, Illinois, New Mexico, Nevada, and Hawaii. Mask mandates have become a hot-button issue. For weeks, Hochul has said local governments will decide whether to impose COVID-19 protocols. She's expressed caution about whether resistant communities would follow stricter rules. Violators could face civil and criminal penalties, including a maximum fine of $1,000. New York has the seventh highest rate of fully vaccinated residents at 70.1% as of federal data yesterday. But fewer than 60% of residents are fully vaccinated in more than 500 zip codes throughout New York The United States on Friday imposed extensive human rights related sanctions on dozens of people and entities tied to China, Myanmar, North Korea and Bangladesh and added Chinese artificial intelligence company Sensetime Group to an investment blacklist Canada and the United Kingdom joined the United States in imposing sanctions related to human rights abuses in Myanmar, while Washington also imposed the first new sanctions on North Korea under President Joe Biden's administration and targeted Myanmar military entities, among others, in action marking Human Rights Day. Our actions today, particularly those in partnership with the United Kingdom and Canada, send a message that democracies around the world will act against those who abuse the power of the state to inflict suffering and repression, Deputy Treasury Secretary Wally Adeyemo said in a statement. China's embassy in Washington denounced the U.S. move as serious interference in China's internal affairs and a severe violation of basic norms governing international relations. Embassy spokesman Liu Peng Yu said it would do grave harm to China-US relations and asked Washington to rescind the decision. The measures are the latest in a raft of sanctions timed to coincide with Biden's two-day virtual summit for democracy where he announced initiatives to bolster democracy around the world and support for pro-democracy legislation in the United States. This is going to help seed fertile ground for democracy to bloom around the world Biden said in a speech closing the summit But critics in the US argue that Biden should first focus on the already fallen American democracy at home Before seeking to criticize and impose sanctions on other nations You can subscribe to five minute news on youtube with your preferred podcast app ask your smart speaker or enable five minute news as your amazon alexa flash briefing skill subscribe rate and review online at five minute five minute news is an evergreen podcast covering politics inequality health and climate delivering independent unbiased and essential world news daily